three, two, one. Here I am. I'm back. I was never really gone. Talking to you through my brand new Rode NT USB Mini. It's a $100 USB-C microphone. I'm loving it so far. It came in around noon today. And it's 439. So for the past... Four hours plus, I've been playing with odds and ends settings on both the iPad and the microphone, and I finally had to stop myself and just be like, look, we're not going to see how this microphone works out until I just record some stuff, port it over to Anchor, upload it to the net. Reason being is because the sound is being compressed digitally in, in the microphone internals, and then sent to the iPad. iPad's recording on GarageBand. It's compressing that file when it's finished, sending it to Anchor. You know, I don't know how many times this audio file is being compressed and uncompressed before it reaches you. At least, at least a small handful of times. At least two. I'd say at least two. It's inside the mic, going to the iPad, and then it's happening again for sure. Right? I don't know. I'm no, I'm no computer whiz. I apologize if the sound is, uh, I don't know, not great because this is the first time I'm recording using this external mic and this is also the first time that I'm actually using uh, GarageBand to produce any kind of audio content whatsoever. So I'm, I'm kind of at, you know, we are definitely treading into uncharted territories right now. But I'm, I'm hoping that we can all unanimously agree that this right here sounds loads and loads better than any of my episodes previously. I hope so anyway. Like I said, I'm not going to know until I finish this up. So anyway, I was hoping to just open up the Anchor app like I normally do, hit record, and start running my mouth. But there was no clear-cut way to see if the... All right, I, just to... Just to I'm not going to go into a big old long spiel. The thing is, with Anchor, Anchor is very simplistic and makes it like f so that the lowest common denominator can produce a podcast with ease and upload it to the net. Okay, so Anchor, you can use external microphones, but it doesn't give you any kind of audio adjustments. So I wanted to uh, give it a shot in GarageBand. I know there's a few other options. There's, I could have uh, produced it in Ferrite, um, or I, I don't know. There, I know there's I know there's a lot of them, but if, I figured GarageBand's built in. Uh, I found a pretty short, simple, easy to follow YouTube tutorial on using GarageBand um, with an external microphone and then uh, producing a track and throwing it over to Anchor specifically anchor so that that was all you know i didn't have to try to figure out how to do one thing from one app on another one i found exactly what i needed but i didn't end up going with a whole lot of tweaking to the audio because there's a there's a preset in garageband there's actually several presets for for specifically for a microphone. And so I chose Narrator, which gives me a sound profile that you're hearing, but I did tweak it a little bit. 
Um, each different profile has a different selection of uh, adjustments that can be made. With the narrator uh, profile, I can adjust my tone, presence, resonance, and compressor. Basically, I opened up narrator and just barely tweaked presence up, tone down, resonance up, left compressor exactly where it was at, and I actually left the gain exactly where it's at. Because also, uh, another little tidbit of information for any audio files out there or anybody considering uh, producing their own podcast, the Rode NT USB Mini does not have internal gain controls. So the only way you can adjust the gain is through uh, whatever device it is you are using it with. So that also relies on the software that you're using on said device to include audio adjustments. And that brings me back full circle to what I was talking about with Anchor not having any of those adjustments available. And although I'm sure this microphone would have sounded a lot better than the iPad's inbuilt microphones, even if I had just plugged it into Anchor, I guess I wanted to give myself at least a little bit of a challenge and a little bit of a control over the sound. And so, I don't know. I don't even know how to sa uh, save this sound profile. So I'm, I may have to kind of wing it and adjust it every time I create a podcast. I don't know yet. I don't know. I, I feel like one thing I definitely did getting an external microphone for the setup is definitely add complications to producing podcasts. But, you know, the trade-off is I, 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 do want, I do want it to sound as good as it can. I mean, it's one of the main reasons for getting a microphone. That and actually having something to speak into. That was very important to me, having something to speak into. With the iPad, it's got five built-in microphones, but they don't tell you which microphones are actually picking up the audio when you use the Anchor app. Now, I have a good idea out of the five microphones it is probably one or a combination of three of them, either the two on the top or the one on the front, um, the FaceTime mic, but I don't know. I don't know. This is more or less just kind of a test to uh, see how this all works out, and I'll shut up about the microphone. Uh, anybody that knows me personally that hears this episode, though, I do hope that you get in touch with me and let me know if the audio is improved. I'm hoping this is a, a drastic change over what I had before. Um, I don't have a hardcore studio setup um, other than now an external microphone. About the only thing I have to try to ensure a balanced sound in recording my voice is I have some sound deadening foam material wrapped up into the corner where I have my studio set up. It's like it's going into the corner of the room. And so when I speak, I'm speaking towards this corner of the room and speaking to where my sound waves are going to bounce into that soft material and hopefully not throw a whole bunch of sound waves back out to the wall behind me and you know, creating any echo, even though that kind of stuff can be uh, tweaked in post. Um, for anybody that doesn't know what that means, post-production meaning I can go and manipulate the sound of this recording after I record it. But 
my goal is to just have my recording parameters set so that I'm getting a good quality recording, you know, naturally the first time, because it's kind of a good rule of thumb. You, you, you want to get your sound as close to how you want it while you're recording it, because the, the less post-processing, the better, at least it's simpler, but I would assume that whenever it comes to recording a voice, uh, the least you have to do afterwards, probably the better. Unless you're like auto-tuning for a song, which is entirely different than just recording a conversation, spoken voice. So, I have been getting fairly busy um, with my IRL job. Uh, things were slow for a while, and I had a little more time to kind of chill and contemplate the meaning of life and what kind of topics I would like to discuss in this podcast. But as of late, the last couple weeks have been fairly busy, and just me kind of getting back into the groove of things, working more whenever I'm in my downtime. I, you know, the uh, the intent was there. I wanted to... Uh, I wanted to make sure and not go over seven days without dropping an episode, but just the last couple weeks have kicked my butt a little bit, and I just, you know, I just wanted to relax. But now I'm kind of getting more used to it, and, you know, I still have a decent amount of time to myself, which is great. So, uh, yeah, so I'm back at it. Um, Well, and also... Once I had made the order for the microphone, I just was like, you know, why even bother throwing up another episode until you got the mic in? So, you know, because I because I had the opportunity to, to do an episode uh, a couple days ago or a few days ago, whatever it was. And I'm, I'm just like, you know what? The mic's ordered. Just It's just a few more days. I have the mic back on. But now it's imperative for me to go no longer than seven days before dropping an episode. You know, and I want to at least drop, you know, 20, 30 minutes every seven days. Because I feel like definitely of it, it is very important to try to create a following to uh, definitely, you know, not necessarily have to have a set schedule per se, but to be recording, you know, frequently enough to where people don't forget about you. Now, I have a very small handful of loyal listeners. And to be honest, I don't even know if I have a small handful of loyal listeners. Um, the in, the info I get from the Anchor app will just show me an average. It'll, it'll show like my average following. And it's been as high as like I think 11 or 12 and has dipped back down to 5. And it's like it, at last I checked, it's been settling at 7. So that that's good. That's good. I've also got a long list of of uh, countries, of of listeners now from from all over. There's like ten different countries I think have have at least you know clicked play. I don't even know if they've listened to more than five minutes. I, you know I don't know how that works either when it comes to YouTube views or Spotify listens or you know just podcast listens in general. I don't know if it's like they hit play and it plays thirty seconds and that counts or if they have to consume 50% of it, 80% of it, all of it, you know, I don't know. I haven't really looked that far into it because, 
you know, I think with me, for me, the thing is, is, you know, I got to kind of fall into some kind of, uh, you know, what the fuck is this going to be? You know, I can't really keep doing the Seinfeld thing. I guess I can. And when I say Seinfeld, I say, I say that because Seinfeld was a show about nothing. And this podcast so far has been about absolutely nothing. It's just whatever I'm in the mood for that day. Uh, you know, I got a couple talking points for this episode. Not a whole lot. Um, uh, the first couple things I'll get right out of the way are, are just uh, me kind of saying, hey, look for this down the road. I've decided that it being the month of October, at some point before the end of the month, I'm going to do an episode on Halloween, the origin and the spread. Um, I want to, you know, trace the roots down. It'll probably be a, a little bit more structured of an episode than what the usual the usual fare is around here. But uh, I want to do, uh, you know, some kind of a Halloween special before the end of the month. And also, looking even further down, down the road... I'm probably going to be doing an episode about Christmas uh, towards the end of December. And with some emphasis on the um, supposed pagan origins and also uh, connections to the, uh, what is it, the Am Amarita Mascara. Hold on, I'll look it up real quick. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, it's the the fly ag the fly agaric or fly agaric is what they also call it the fly agaric the Amanita muscaria and I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it but that's the the closest it seems like to me from reading it that's the big red capped mushroom with white dots all over it it's it's like one of the classic images of a mushroom that you see everywhere it i believe it's uh you know like the mushroom in super mario brothers um and apparently there are some connections between the amanita muscaria and christmas and you know i i, I don't want to go all spoiler alert and i'm sure it, it's not like it's some kind of new info obviously this has been probably discussed to lengths on end in other podcasts but i don't know it just it just seems like something to uh to maybe dive deep down in for an episode because i personally haven't looked into all the connections i've i've heard it talked about and well actually even in our in our to be you know i'll be 100 percent honest this is kind of what gave me the idea is because it had been mentioned in a recent episode of the uh joe rogan experience but they uh they weren't really focusing on that aspect. That was it was just uh, part of a larger conversation. So, yeah, that's gonna be down the uh, down the line. And uh, let's see what else I got on here. Oh, I wanted to. Uh, I can't stress enough. I know I've mentioned it in a previous episode, but raised by wolves is fantastic. It's a it's a good show. 
They just wrapped up the uh, 10th episode. The first two episodes were directed by Ridley Scott, a sci-fi master. And so that was the first two episodes. And then the rest of it is directed by his son. So I'm, I would assume that if you are the son of Ridley Scott and you are going to be a director of film... You've probably been taught a lot of, you know, tips and tricks along the way growing up with old, uh, old Papa Ridley there. So, it, it turned out good. It has some convoluted plot points. It has some, you know, some unfinished business. Uh, it, it, uh, the season ends on a huge cliffhanger. And a lot of the cool, crazy visual stuff kind of really starts ramping up last episode. You know, I, I shouldn't say that. It's actually fairly large budget, and there's a lot of special effects throughout. I'm just saying the last couple episodes, well, specifically the last episode, I don't want to spoil, I don't want to spoiler alert you guys, but you know, there, there's some cool special effects going on in that last episode. And that's not to say by any means that it's like you're going to trudge through 10 episodes and not see nothing. I mean, this is a, a big sci-fi epic spaceships and this and this and that. But I'm just saying there's a little something extra special on that last episode. And it, and it definitely, you know, it's a cliffhanger, man. And from what I hear, uh, HBO has already renewed for a second season. So a second season is for sure going to happen. And I'm a, I'm actually gonna have to go back, and and watch all of it, or at least the the second half of it, because there's just there's so much going on in that show. Um. At in you know as as opposed to what you know it's a one hour drama, you know, and it goes on for ten episodes. So, you know, compared to it's nothing super confusing for anybody that's already into sci-fi. Give it a shot, it's great. It's hard for me to watch anything live action anymore. I don't know why. It just or, or just movies in general or TV shows in general. I'm such a consumer now of you know podcasts, uh, YouTube YouTube channels. It's mo- mostly podcasts though, mostly podcasts. But I do go down uh, YouTube rabbit holes on all kinds of stuff from time to time. But uh, as far as live-action TV, movies, it just, I don't know, it just does not interest me a whole lot anymore. So it, it takes something extra special for it to catch my attention and keep me watching. And uh, Raised by Wolves does that. It it was really good. It was really good. And, uh, I mean, the, la- the last time I've been this excited for sci- for something sci-fi was actually uh, 2012's Prometheus, which was an Alien sequel, which was also directed by Ridley Scott, who also directed Alien, for anybody who doesn't already know that. And so, there is definitely, by the end of Raised by Wolves, there's a little bit of... I want to say there's some alien DNA in it, but here's the thing. That whole... HBO Max, Raised by Wolves, that whole thing is Warner Brothers, okay? And Alien is owned by 20th Century Fox, which is now owned by Disney. 
So when I say there's alien DNA in it, I mean that in the sense that Ridley Scott, you know, who had his hands all over the original Alien and has his hands all over Raised by Wolves, I mean, you, you can kind of, you know, there's there's some stuff in there. But it's not like any kind of uh, canon connection. There's, there's no actual, you know, 20th... There's no 20th Century Fox alien or aliens in Raised by Wolves. There is no H.R. Giger, because, you know, got to give a shout out to H.R. Giger. H.R. Giger created the original alien. He is a really cool surrealist artist. He actually passed away several years ago. I forget what year it was. It's been in the last de uh, decade, though. And so there's, there's nothing out right like that you know I, when i say you know alien dna it's just i guess just the just just knowing that ridley scott did alien and then you go and you watch something like raised by wolves it's you just kind of like you know you're like oh yeah okay then yeah i definitely see you know yeah that's the guy who did alien of course it is of course it is so it's good you definitely should be checking out Raised by Wolves. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've watched lately that is uh, worth mentioning. Probably, uh, I could I could give you some pointers towards anime, but I don't really think that I want to... I, I don't want to get like too hardcore into anime in this podcast because then that's definitely uh, attracting a, a, a specific kind of audience. Not that I have anything at all against the anime fandom at large. They're great, right? It's just, I'm trying to keep this podcast as general and as all-encompassing as possible. And I know that's probably, there's a good chance that's going to be the downfall, or I don't even know if you can call something that's not really even blown up having a downfall. But I think you get what I'm saying. It, from what I've under, from what I, from what I have read online, from the, uh, you know, the uh, hardcore research I've been doing on podcasting, um, it seems like the easiest way to get a decent following and to get one as fast as possible and to basically have a success what you would consider a successful podcast you know it may not get huge it may not pay the bills but it has you know some kind of steady growth and listener retention that's you know what i would consider a successful channel as long as it's gaining new as long as it's growing even if it's a small growth as long as it's gaining new listeners and it's not losing any that i mean that's there you go that's the formula that's the formula all right, so at about 22, 23 minutes, it kicked me off, or I reached the maximum length in GarageBand for recording. Now, that seems a little short, but I did select automatic, um, like the uh, YouTube video had told me, because when you select automatic, then it just continues to add measures you know, as often as it needs. Um, you see, since this is, GarageBand is an audio production app, 
So it's not just about recording voices by no means. It has interfaces for external instruments. And of course, it has a, a, a pretty hearty uh, you know, uh, sound library, um, you know, digital instruments, you know, built in. Um, you can produce all kinds of music on it. And you can even download more instruments. So there's a lot of frills to this app that I don't even need for just recording voice. And, but for whatever reason, I guess, you know, and it, and it, it could be me. Um, I know my iPad didn't run out of memory and, uh, I mean, I got 256 gigabytes of storage, so I don't know why it cut it off at 23 minutes. So now I know that I will have to you know, unless I can find the magic setting that I'm missing, I'll record in 20-minute increments with a uh, timer so then I know that I'm, you know, reaching a moment of pause or I'm going to have to pause, stop, and... it. it man, really, when I think about it, there's a lot to this for using Anchor, which is the simplest way to make a podcast because now I have to do 20-minute chunks in GarageBand and export each chunk into Anchor, of course, once it's exported to Anchor, then it's in the episode builder, and I believe it's actually already on Anchor's servers, so once it is uploaded to the library, it's basically already to be published, so that's, that's kind of cool, and it, you know, it's not hard for me to prepare, you know, to stop recording at 20-minute increments. Now, when and if I ever get to having guests or, uh, you know, just random people to interview even, I'll probably have to use something other than GarageBand. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure actually. If, if the guest is in person, I can probably still do all this with GarageBand. Of course, it'll still be annoying if we have to take pauses every 20 minutes to, uh, to upload a segment, which I actually don't have to upload the segment. I can record, you know, 20 minutes, then boom, then just open a new project in GarageBand and start recording again. I don't have to upload in segments, but since this is my first time producing an episode um, with, you know, outside of Anchor, you know, this is just kind of a learning experience to go along with. Now, one thing I noticed is I haven't found a way... To, and I'm, I'm sure there is, I'm sure there is, but I haven't found a way to save my audio settings for the microphone inside the GarageBand app. So when I reopen this uh, new project to record another block of audio, I noticed that it re reset the tone, presence, compressor, and resonance back to their uh, the, the standard values in the app. So... For this little chunk, I went ahead, switched it to switched it to narrator, but I did no adjusting to the tone, presence, resonance, or compressor. I'm leaving all four values exactly how they are stock on the GarageBand app because if this section of this episode sounds good, then there's probably not going to be much reason for me to come in every time I do a segment or podcast and have to readjust the tone, presence, resonance. Because I was leaving the compressor alone anyway, so I did just those three parameters, actually. But there's no reason there's no reason for that if this sounds 
good, you know? So I'm going to have to go back through, re-listen to this episode, and then whenever it switches over to here, I'll see if I can catch the difference in sound. And maybe you guys can catch the difference in sound from when this episode abruptly just stopped at like 23 minutes and went into this clip. So anyways, guys, I'm already ran over 20 minutes. So, and like I said, I, did, I didn't really come, didn't really come to the table today with a full plate of knowledge to drop. Uh, no major stories to share. Um, I know this is kind of a, uh, kind of a, just a test episode. It's also kind of a, yeah, a little shout out. I know I've been gone for over a week. Uh, I desperately hope that everyone that has been listening, listening to me pretty consistently is still around and not going away because, uh, it's been not easy to, uh, get the listeners that I've got this far. And I've been doing this since, I'd say, for at least six months. I'm not sure what my episode count is. I know I'm on uh, episode 13 or 14, this would be, I think. Um, since I started numbering them, I know I had those uh, 0.0 whatever episodes, 0.0. That was just me, you know, kind of getting the feel for it, starting it out. And then, you know, I did my whole, you know, official episode one a while back. And, uh, yeah, so I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere. And I just invested some more money into this hobby. So I got to keep at it now. I mean, it'd be a waste of a hundo, right? So, guys, I uh, hope you are liking the new audio for this podcast. And uh, let's see what time it is. Yeah, I think that's about it. That's about it, guys. I, you know, I basically just tied up a whole podcast just telling you all about my microphone. And, uh, you know, apologies a little bit for that because I want to try to, uh, you know, I want to make every episode a hit, you know, but they can't all be hits. I understand that. And I, and I need to just kind of force myself to at least every seven days create some content because it's so it's really weird how I can be sitting meditating thinking thinking even writing stuff down or once I have a notebook beside me and a pen and have the ability to write down an idea for the podcast you know it, it's it's like it's hard to think of stuff and then more often than not whenever I actually just Say, okay, this is it. I'm going to go live. Or not live, really, but, you know, going to record an episode. I sit down. And a lot of times the uh, the, st the thoughts start just flowing, right? But uh, not so much today because I, I've just... I've had all my bandwidth tied up on this microphone, really, today. Just kind of figuring out what's going to sound good going forward. But, uh... Yeah, so look forward to later. It's going to be a few weeks for that Halloween episode. And uh, I'm going to go back to not really a... Uh, I'm not going to go back to uh, anything like I did before where I would just... Uh, 
do a like buy the books you know think of like my earliest episodes where it was reading the weird headlines and the news and stuff like that that stuff is uh is coming back or not coming back per se but you know that that's kind of uh more often than not what i get on about in this podcast is uh you know just cool things i see in the news and that i you know want to talk about and lately there's just there's not been a lot i mean it's just we're getting closer and closer and closer to the election, and it's just more and more and more and more politics. You know, I can't hardly go online and look for cool shit without having politics shoved in my face. And that's why I'm just like, I'll be so glad when this election is over. And I know I've said it again. I say it pretty much every episode. I'm just ready for this election to be over with. It, it just it seems like the closer we get to election, it, it's just more and more shoved in your face, all encompassing. You can't escape it. You know, now, now we have, and, and if you want to talk about theater, I mean, holy crap, are we watching a, a drama series on CNN, on NBC, on MSNBC? I mean, of course, of course, the president of the United States of America would contract COVID this close to the election. And not just the president, but however many of uh, the people in his clique that got it too, like, come on. I mean, it's, you can't make this stuff up, or are they? Anyway, I don't know. It's just, it, it just, you know, the debate happened, and, and then, you know what, a couple days later, the COVID happened, and it, and it just, it, it's like, I'm telling you, it's going to it's going to get even more crazier before the election. We are going to have some serious uh news dropped about some kind of crazy crap before the election. At least one more time, some huge stuff will come out. I don't know about what. I I don't I don't, you know, I don't know which candidate this information will be good for, be bad for, but you can just you can bet you can bet everything that before November 3rd, there's going to be a lot more crazy headlines. And that's just, that's just it. Me personally, I want the aliens. I want the aliens. I want to at least see that craft that they recovered. Okay, so they supposedly have recovered a craft and gotten materials from it. And they're trying to reverse engineer this thing for decades now and they can't. And it's like, just come out and show it to us. I mean, come on, just show it to us. Just show it. Give us a picture. Not no little chunk of metal. I don't want to see that. I want to see this craft. I want to see this alien design. If it exists, I will add that caveat because if Project Blue Beam is a thing, then this could just be some completely made up crap that the world governments are trying to, you know, get into our head. You know, like, oh, now there's all this gold out. Yeah, that was one of the most recent things I've seen. There's so much gold now out in space. Well, if there's a whole bunch of gold in space, well, you know, that just kind of gives us even more priority to stick more funding into the space race, right? Or is it or is it not even a space race at this point? I don't know if it's really a space race anymore. I don't I don't necessarily think that countries are competing anymore as much as they are working together when it when it comes to space. 
But, I mean, also, there's obvious competition in the military-industrial complex. I mean, everybody wants, you know, uh, weapon superiority. They want, you know, quantum superiority also. I've seen that. I didn't look into it, don't know what it is, but I do know that the world governments are in a race for it. Quantum supremacy. Maybe I'll uh, talk about it a little bit on an upcoming podcast. I'm not so sure. Not so sure. But yeah, I just... The alien thing has been cranked up to 100 this year. And, you know, I made peace with myself that probably not in my lifetime will I ever meet an extraterrestrial or see an extraterrestrial or have uh, undisputable proof that extraterrestrials of intelligent life exist. But we're in 2020, and I feel like ever since 2020 happened, um, all bets are off. And I, I truly feel like there's a lot more possible than I ever thought was possible before. It, it's, it's rather insane. Rather insane. Plus, when you start looking into uh, stuff about how, you know, a lot of people think now that consciousness has some kind of a tangible effect on physical reality. And that's, that is a very crazy rabbit hole to go down because there are so many other branches of information and knowledge that kind of all coagulates into that concept. You know, if, if, you know, when you think of the implications of your consciousness can like affect physical reality. And, uh, you know, they say that's one of the, uh, one of the big things that you have these, uh, the, the governments, these world governments, and they put stuff on the news, and they, they want you to believe or know or think something. They're going to put it out there, and then you get all these people listening to it, and if they believe that, then and then that creates reality. It's like, hmm, start thinking about that. Start looking into that a little bit. It's pretty mind-blowing. Pretty, pretty crazy talk for a not-conspiracy theory show, I might add. But no, there's uh, plenty of conspiracy theory podcasts out there, and this is just more of a laid-back stoner talk. <clears throat> Lacking a little bit in the stoner area at the moment, right now. But, um... Anyways, guys, I'm already pushing probably, shit, close to 40 minutes now. I got three minutes and 54 seconds left on my timer before uh, this app kicks me out. And I, I don't know if it goes to maximum length of bars and measures or if it goes to a maximum amount of file size. Because if it goes just a bars and measures, then it's always going to cut off at 23, 24 minutes or whatever it is. So that's it for now, guys. Um, I'll be back as soon as possible. I, you know, I might have, I might have an episode up as early as tomorrow 
and as late as seven days from now. But I am going to make it my, you know, it is, it's, it's my prerogative to make sure that another episode drops within seven days of this upload. I, I just, it's something I got to do, uh, for myself. It's for you guys too, of course. But I mean, really when I boil it all down, this is definitely just a hobby and it's a thing I do. And it's a thing that I'm hoping to get a lot better at and, you know, still working on bringing in guests and, uh, you know, be that in person or, you know, via Skype or Zoom, whatever. Anchor app has a podcast with friends. But I don't know. I know it 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 gets kind of it it it's getting a little old doing doing these episodes by myself. I will say that. It's getting a little old doing these episodes by myself. I'm going to keep doing them if I have to because I mean, this is this isn't something that I wanted to uh, jump into and then just right away within six months to a year backpedal and jump back out of it. I really do feel like if I keep putting effort into this, it'll eventually catch on and I'll kind of fall into a groove of figuring out what works for me, what's attracting the most listeners, you know, what what's the good, what's the bad. But I do think that the quality of this podcast is going to exponentially increase once I get a guest and I'm not saying a co-host or anybody that's here regular regularly, but just put me in front of anybody and get a conversation going. And it, it's just going to be a whole lot better. It's just, it's going to be, I mean, I can't even, I'm trying to sit here and think how the hell, you know, and I, he gets brought up a lot in this podcast. Because I'll be honest with you, he he's the guy who like started the big O trickle that led me to all the other podcasters and led me to the realization that, hey, I want to fucking make a podcast. And that's Joe Rogan. So I can tell you right now, if you don't like hearing Joe Rogan get mentioned, you should probably not be listening to this podcast. And I hate to say anything of if you do this and you should like, I hate to say for any reason you should not be listening to this podcast. But at, at the same time, I'm just trying to be real here. That's not really the model that I'm following, although I do think that he does a lot of good, and I do think that he knows what he's doing with podcasting. But anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. The reason why I'm bringing, in up, bringing him up this time is because I, I sit and I wonder what, the, what, what could Joe do by himself. I'm sure he could do great. But without any kind of written material or any kind of overview of what he wanted to talk about, I don't know. I mean, mo- monologuing is not easy, you know? And then, and then sometimes it can be, I guess. Like, sometimes you can just, like, just all of a sudden, it's just like, just this stream of thoughts are all lining up, and it just hits you all at once, and then you just keep going and, you know, milk it as much as you can. But, uh, but yeah, it's 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 not and I know there's people out there I think Bill Burr did or used to do like the monologues and shit. And I guess I guess it, if I wanted to sit around and like do 30 minutes to an hour of me bitching about it, everything that I think's wrong with the world, you know, like just like have like a a curmudgeon podcast, you know? Yeah, I, I that that would probably be fairly easy to do by yourself, I think. Yeah. That'd be one one of the easiest things possibly to do by yourself is to just 
bitch about shit. I mean, right, what's so hard about complaining? But but to actually monologue out a podcast on, on your own and it, like, not be negative shit talk the whole time, like, having, like, positive things to say, I don't know. I just, you know, I think it's, uh, it, it takes, it's, it's not for everybody. It's not really easy. It's not easy for me. It's, to be quite honest, it's hard as fuck for me because all the time I'm getting these ideas going through my head when I have absolutely no way for me to write this down anywhere and be like, look, you, you need to touch back on this later on. And that, and I just think that entertainment, as far as podcasts go, two people or more, you know what I mean? You, you can definitely have too many, but I just feel like you kind of you you need you need two people. You need you need at least two people. You need to give the listener that fly on the wall experience that they are, you know, and you know, in the room and, you know, eavesdropping over a conversation between people. So I'll be glad whenever I get some guests rocking on this thing for sure. Because I just like I love talking. I love talking with people. But talking to people, which is what this podcast is at this point, like with no guests, no co-host, no nothing, is I'm just talking to people or talking at people. It's hard to make it entertaining all of the time. So But anyways, guys, I uh I'm surprised it hasn't kicked me off yet because the timer ran out and I'm probably about to hit my max length anyway, right about now. So this is Gillian Seed 83 signing off and I will check you later, dudes.